Hello! Thanks for checking out today's Foot in Review. We couldn't make this show without you and your fantastic support, but if you fancy going one step further, why not check out our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash foot in review. We offer a range of rewards and benefits with all levels receiving Discord access and episodes of the show without this very advertisement. However, we understand that times are tough, and if you can't back us financially, then simply spreading word of the show or leaving us a review wherever you listen will be super appreciated as it will help us grow. In particular, we'd like to thank our Skybox holders, Medi, Nick, Artyom, Paul, and Daniel for their exceptional support. Drop it. Hello footies, welcome along to your latest dose of FIFA Ultimate Team podcasting goodness. We are Foot in Review, powered by footcoaching.com. It is Tuesday, the 14th of March, 2023. My name is Dan Wimbush, otherwise known as Wimby. I'm delighted to be joined for today's Odyssey by the scout, Nathan Downs. But before we get to Nathan... We've got a busy show ahead of us. We've got a mini release from the Foot Fantasy team. We've got another casino pack to talk about. We also have a couple of intriguing SBCs, including one of the most unique strikers we've seen so far this year. So for all that and more, let's bring him in. The scout, Nathan Downs. Nathan, hello to you. Hello, Dan. Thank you for having me back on again. It's uh, been a little while, so looking forward to chatting all things Foot with yourself. Absolutely. And as mentioned, we have a lot to talk about. We're also going to be going through our recent gameplay experiences as well. But before we go any further, Nath, some really good news to talk about on the team. You know, we mentioned footcoaching.com and all the benefits. You know, those guys, they, they, they founded this show, they power this show, but they also have a pro clubs team. And it's been a cracking season for them, Nath. Yeah, it's been, uh, it's been a good season and a half for the guys. They've been, uh, they've been really, really good. Had a bit of a turbulent season the, year, the season before, but this time they've been brilliant. We've uh, finished second in European League One, and we have been promoted to the European Championships as the undefeated champions in English League Three. So Ryan and the guys, Ryan and all of the guys over at sort of the the foot coaching pro club side of things, have been brilliant. Uh, they've used the data-driven coaching that John and the team supply. We've had uh, had some new players joined. We've had some old players kind of make way for that, but it's been a really good season. Uh, they finished uh, finished off with style last night, so really good news. Celebrations all around. Congratulations, guys, and uh, let's go again next season and see if we can kick on again. Yeah, big GGs to them again. If you kind of want to get involved, maybe in the future again, hit us up on socials at Foot Coaching. We'll direct you in the right place. But look, let's get on to Foot Matters because we have had a, you know Foot Fancy bubbling away, Nate, as we get towards what we anticipate is going to be Foot Birthday on Friday, but just your overall impression of Foot, uh, foot Fancy since the guys did the show on Friday. Yeah, it's still it's still a bit meh for me. Um, I don't know whether I'm still in the whole team of the year overdrive kind of come down type of thing. I'm quite liking the fact we have got different players. Um, so, the, you know, some of them have been rehashed, but, um, you know, uh, Ricky Pui, he's a nice new one. We've had Tagliafico out, who has been used before. Um, but I think that was when he was in the Eredivisie, so it's nice to have have him in his new league. Even going back to ones on Friday, um, you know, Vima, Foyt, Benteke, um, Matoma, who's you know, lighting up the Premier League just now. I think it's really nice that we do have a little bit more variety. It's what we've been calling out for. So if uh, if the pack weight was a bit kinder, 
that's my gripe as always. My, my pack weight has been really low for me anyway. I've not pulled any of these ones. Um, so if the pack weight was a bit nicer to me, I think I'd have a better view of it. But nice team selection. Um, some of the players you maybe have wanted to have, you know, a little boost to a skilled move or a weak foot already, um, just to make them that little bit more usable sort of as of now. But I think it's it's been quite interesting to look at anyway. Yeah, these cards very much feel like team of the week cards, um, but they just have upgrade potential, if that makes any sense. They, EA haven't really spiced any of these up to the point of, oh, suddenly that card is usable in anything other than boosting base stats. So yeah, like you mentioned, Tagliafico, I think probably the best of this little mini release we had over the weekend. Um, he's currently about 67k, again, Argentinian left back playing for Leon. Potential there. Again, is he going to get the clean sheet? Quite possibly. Leon, not too bad. Could he, So he could easily be a 90-rated fullback. And there's not too many left-backs in Ligue 1 this year, Nath. I mean, you've got Nuno Menge and Nuno Tavares, who was that you know SBC objective player. But beyond that, if you're looking for a player, this could uh, this could sort you out, especially if you've got a certain uh, Lionel Messi knocking around your club. Well, that's it. Uh, I mean... EA seem to really, really like Enzo Fernandez and Linda Chelsea as well. He's got a couple of really spicy cards out just now. Um, so Tagliafico would, would tie in well with that. Yeah, he's three-star, three-star, medium-high work rate. So decent. He's got pretty good pace, pretty good defence, decent passing. So good all-rounder for a left-back. I don't think he'll do you wrong anyway. He's only 67k as well. So that's the thing. Most of these are, are priced quite nicely. Um, I know you have the exception of, sort of Saliba from Team 1, that's, I think he was about 1.4 or something million, but I mean, he could potentially be an in-game centre-half, like with the stats just now, with their, uh, you know, the, the upgrade potential, I think that's already been touched on, but they, they have been, been priced pretty well, um, so all in all, it's, it's, it's probably about a 6 out of 10 for me at the moment, but like you say, the, the upgrade potentials, you know, you get a couple of upgrades and these cards look totally different. Yeah, and looking at Ricky Puig, I think he's one of the most interesting cards to me because you look at the face stats on this card, you know, 84 pace, 76 shooting, 86 passing, 93 dribbling, 78 defending and 77 physical. Again, the massive downside of this card coming from the fact that he does play for the LA Galaxy in MLS. So not the most ideal, although we have had a fair few decent, decent MLS cards, but only really, I would say, Bale being super elite at this stage. And of course, that would only give you a soft link to Bale. Um, medium, medium, the other downside on this card. But, you know, we were discussing this card pre-game, of course, a former Barcelona player as well. He has got that potential to be getting assists. LA Galaxy MLS Cup finalists last year. They've not had the best of starts to the season. They haven't won their first two. But there's always a potential that LA Galaxy goes six games unbeaten. This could be one of the few rare cards, Nate, that gets all of his upgrades. And suddenly you're sat there looking at, uh, you know, a 90, what was it, you know, up to four upgrades they can get? 91, yeah, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, a 91-rated card with three new traits as well. Of course, that is the most optimistic of scenarios. But for 30K, you know, you're suddenly looking at a card that's 88 pace, 80 shooting, 90 passing, 97 dribbling. He could actually turn out to be one of the best midfielders in this game, a real kind of, you know, a, a sleeper hit. Yeah, and uh, like you say, the good thing about it is he's got the Spanish nation link as well, so it does open up a few more car a few more doors than just having straight like a random nationality in the MLS because, like you say, the MLS isn't really blessed with top tier cards. Uh, medium, medium for me is a bit of a, a letdown. You know, I've spent all those coins and well, pod but coins worth on uh, on Zidane, who is you know potentially a top tier 
medium medium player and he's good in flashes but again you really you, you do notice that um but for 29k i mean the guys in the discord have called it and dan i'm sorry i'm i'm probably giving away some of your trading secrets and no, this, I do. But <laughs> a good one to good one to plug um if you if he gets even two upgrades you know 29k for an eight, uh, 89 rated card you're not going to get that anywhere else realistically i mean especially if a good spc hits if you get that you know 89 you can see probably going up to what 40k easily 40, easily 50K. yeah yeah um so it's a good we earn that if you've got you know we could i'd say so coins sitting around waiting to do something with it could be quite a good one um but again that's more your your area of expertise but it was a good good shout that you put in earlier Oh, thank you. Your fire is in the post. And again, I, you know, I don't want to sell like a broken record because we we say this every week, but it's just a, I look at that card and again, I'm just a bit sad really that I don't have a, you know, an MLS objective to go and do because he'd be, he looks so fun to be able to, you know, throw into a side. And we've had lots of nice MLS cards this year. Um, one of the guys who watches my Twitch stream, um, shout out to Coxie. He, you know, played with an MLS team for the first half of his weekend league. And he said he had a good fun with it. Unfortunately, it was just that little bit too underpowered. Um, so he had to change back to his normal team. But it's a shame we don't really have a, a dedicated mode this year. No icon swaps and things like that to be able to have a bit of fun. And the other guy for the mini release, Sabasly, kind of fits that perfectly as well, Nate. Because if you were running a dedicated Bundesliga side, this might be a really nice cam. You know, he does remind me a bit of Fakir. Um, medium, low, a, a proper cam. But again, I think it's just not a card. Even if, you know, playing for RB Leipzig, he's got a chance of, you know, two, three upgrades. He does score and assist goals. So he's very much in that possible 90 territory. It's just not going to crack your main team, is it? No, not at all. I mean, Sabatai is quite fun on FIFA. He is one of the few in this promo that they have kind of rehashed. I think he had a future stars one last year, year before, which was good fun. Um and his stats, to be fair, apart from his work rates, his stats are actually really, really good for a, a 50k card. We said that before uh, before coming on. Uh, Four-star, four-star, good acceleration, pretty good shooting, good passing, good dribbling. So everything you'd want in a cam, um, especially if you utilize maybe a 4-2-3-1 and he could be a central cam. Like, I reckon he would actually be really, really cool to use there. But... Will he will he last? You know, if he gets to if he gets all four upgrades, which I don't think he will, but if he got all four, he could actually be a really good card. A um, couple of upgrades could be could be decent, could be good without being elite. Yeah, unfortunately, the Hungarian nationality will hold him back a little bit. RB Leipzig do have a few decent cards in the game, uh, likes of Garvidal, don't they? Um, so it might be a way of getting you know cards like that on chemistry. I mean, I love the ninety seven shot power. So, you know, bear in mind, that'll be 99 if he gets a plus two. You know, the composer's already 89. This is a guy that will finish, um, especially, you know, his finishing may be 81. It sounds slightly contradictory, but that's easily fixable with a chem style. So, yeah, it does. A 96 free kick accuracy is nice as well. So, you know, we're banging a few in the top corners. But once again, just not really that player that would uh, crack most people's team. If you are coming at this from a, I've already got an 8 out of 10 team and you know Nathan we've had another gamble SBC another mixed campaign player pack on the back of having two hero picks last week and again you're just seeing that space standard of teams just go up and up and, and you know while you know we may be sitting here not getting lucky every time one of these things is out a lot of people are getting that extra one or two players to boost their standard of teams I've never known a FIFA to have such a high quality 
of team across the board. Yeah, uh, the teams are all really cool just now. Um, and to be fair, you know, in the elite division, especially, you get every team's got like an R9, a whole a team, well, a couple of team of the years. But you're also now seeing, especially with it being the end of the season, some really fun teams in that division. So people are experimenting. Um, some of these, you know, high 80s, low 90s cards, which traditionally you'd be thinking, maybe not. You know, there's some really fun cards out there. And it's really nice, you know. The, the chemistry uh, chemistry system just now, love it or hate it, it doesn't give you a negative boost anyway, which is good. Unlike the old one, if you're playing off Ken, then you know they drop stats, whereas now they don't. So you do have a little bit of freedom. You just don't get the full, obviously, the, the full uh, boost from the chemistry sets. But yeah, I think I think there's um, some good cards out there, some fun cards. Uh, you can see EA have still tried to protect the power curve to a degree. Um, which, you know, we, we've spoken about many, many times in the pod, not just us, but, you know, the other hosts as well. Uh, the power curve, I think, has been well protected. Uh, you're seeing that just now. Um, but, I, you know, I think it's a really fun time at the moment. It is fun, but I will I will pick you up on what you're talking about, the chemistry system, though, in that I do think it is more restricting than people give credit for. I think when you are looking for every edge possible, I, and I know that, you know, John, foot coaching John will, will come in and say, well, it's not too much different but I think there's a psychological thing and we've talked about this in, in previous shows over the years isn't there I know you last year for example was a big full chem man and I think there is still that nagging little voice in the back of your head going ah, I need to get that player up to two chem at least I think two is fine but I've got you know and it's, it's absurd because he's fantastic whatever he is but I've got Virgil van Dijk team of the year fantastic he's gonna be fantastic if he was on minus two chem would be fantastic but at the moment I've got him on one chem and I'm really struggling to get that up. And it just niggles away in the back of my mind of, ah, oh, he could be that little bit better. But this damn chemistry system is holding me back. I don't think it's worked. I don't think that the, the change to the chemistry system, I don't think you can groom a user base for so long to be chemistry matters, chemistry matters, chemistry matters, to then suddenly say, well, it doesn't actually matter that much. Go have some fun. I, I think it will take a while for that to bed in. So for the moment, I'm not a fan of it. Um, and the fun aspects I absolutely agree on, and we'll talk about two cards I think fit that very well in Mario Gomez, Angel Gomez, and also Dante as well. So three really fun players that have been released SBCs this week. But I do think at the moment, EA are neglecting that top-end player that's got the 8 out of 10 squad that wants something to get their teeth into that wants the the big icons to get into. We've had Zambrotta, who's a very good, useful utility player, but we need another Jarzinho. We need another, we need like a mid-hullet. We need another, I know they don't vote for them, but the player of the month, Mbappe level player, to really get people, okay, I'm going to grind this hard. Uh, and it could, Because a lot of people at the top end, and I realise this is a, you know, a 2% problem, people are getting to the point and we've heard it from different contributors on this show and other podcasts and around the streaming, people are getting to the point of, I'm stuck and I want to be competitive, so I'm not going to try fun cards, but I'm stuck with my main team. So I do think that it, there is a little bit more that EA need to do. And maybe Foot Birthday is going to do that because we do often see a lot of big SBCs, don't we, on Foot Birthday, Nath? Yeah, I mean, Foot, foot Birthday is usually quite good because it'll throw out you know, real-time players, if you want to call them that, you know, current players. Um, so last year, the year before, I remember we had the fun Renato Sanchez. Um, there was another one as well. Charisma was really good. Charisma. 
was, did we have a Perisic or something at some point? I remember we had like a five star. Yes. Five-star. Yeah, there was a Perisic. Yeah. So you know they do throw out these these fun cards. You're right though. In terms of icons, I mean, I'm quite lucky. My team's like littered with icons now. Um, thanks to yourself and Shaq. So I am, you know, I am currently in a good position that I am stuck. Um, I'd love, you know, a version of say Cruyff who maybe isn't elite. He's he's always very good on FIFA, especially early doors. But you know, but end game, he's not usually as elite as the R9s or the Hullets or whatever. Um, I'd love somebody a bit like that. Um, it's still going to be pricey and let you grind, but he might make it a little bit more fun because, you know, we did Jairzinho and how many teams still have Jairzinho? And I know he's a £2 million player, but I, I don't even know how many games he's played for my club, but a ridiculous amount. So, yeah, a player like that would be amazing. And, um, you know, maybe another goalkeeper would be quite cool. Um, but to be fair, any position would be pretty smart to have just a, 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 it doesn't even have to be the most, I know you said, you know, even a mid-hullet, but mid-hullet now is still like superb and he would boost teams and it's a little bit like this team, the, the player of the month in Bappy that everyone will have him and in the end you actually, you know, your games go from being maybe one all to being like 5-5 five, because five, Bappy's that good. Yeah. Um, so maybe, you know, I'm not even calling out for a, any version of Hullet to be fair, but somebody that is expensive and can take it up, but maybe not as attainable for everybody you know that's probably going to get me some haters because i'm in a fortunate position but uh, you know a card that's going to make you grind either playing the game or by trading as well to give you an actual advantage whereas everyone seems to have Mbappe apart from maybe angry who i know is the biggest Mbappe <laughs> fan but um he might be that one percent that doesn't have him but it'd be nice to have a card that you need to really work for um like i say be it trading or playing um that separates you from somebody else. Yeah, but look, you could release mid mid so mid Cruyff on the market now is two point four million coins. Chuck an SBC up for two million coins, and I'm sorry if you've got the grind or you've got the players in your club to complete a ninety one Cruyff. Fantastic. Now he is a very good player, but with every week that goes on in this game, mid Cruyff is less of a great player. So now is the perfect time to release a card like that because. By the time team of the season rolls around, and again, we're only sort of six, seven weeks away from that. We are not, we're not too far away now. You know, that it's not like that he is going to break the power curve for even people that rush out and complete him. If you released Cruyff on Friday, it's no different to having, and I know they didn't choose to release Mbappe, but it, it's no different to Jarzinho. Okay, he's got five-star skills compared to four for Jarzinho, but there's no real difference there. So I think it's just even like a mid Eusebio, for example, is is another example. We had mid Zidane. So, yeah, just something for people to get their teeth into. But look, going back to the content that has been released rather than the stuff we want to see. Um, we have had a pair of Gomez's, Nath. Uh, we'll start with Mario Gomez, the foot fantasy hero version. A nice touch here from EA. You could pick between whether he is a Bundesliga hero or a Serie A hero. Uh, Bundesliga is representing Stuttgart. And uh, for Serie A, Fiorentina. Nice looking card, Nath. We were, I know we were talking in the Discord about whether EA would give him the boost to the five-star weak foot. And they have done that. So he's five-star, three-star. Cheap to do as well. Only about, what, 120, 110k even to do. Is this one to work to, that's worth finishing? Yeah, potentially. Um, I, I really like him. I, I quite like my bigger strikers as well. I like to have one sort of target man and one nephew man. Um, He's high in average. He's six foot two, um, like you say, five star, three star. If they'd have made him a four star weak foot, uh, sorry, four star skill moves, 
I could see many, many people doing it. Even though he's got an overall 86 pace, and it's a fair pace, a fair, fairly big pace split, you know, 83 acceleration and 88 sprint speed. Um, if he had the four-star, five-star, I could see a lot of people having him because he seems clinical. Right? He's finishing to the 95, so you give him a chance, he's going to score, especially because he's got a five-star weak foot. So I think very well-priced, high-medium work rates, very good for a striker as well. Um, I love the, the choice between the two leagues. I think that's a big kudos to EA on that. I think it's really good fun, 110k. You can't really go wrong for him. Um, I think he'll score your goals if you can work the ball into him. He's, you know, he's not going to be a ping the ball over the top for him to run onto. But if you're very good at your build-up play and you can bring him in and around the box, I think he'll be a, be a very, very good card to have. Yeah, and of course, you've got that upgrade potential on this card as well. Um, I don't think either Stuttgart or Fiorentina are very likely to go unbeaten for six games, um, neither in tremendous form in you know in quite competitive leagues. So, well, very competitive leagues. So, look, I don't think we're going to be seeing a 92 Gomez, but we're, we'll more than likely see a 91 Gomez, Nathan. You know, hopefully EA are generous and give him that extra couple of points to the acceleration, you know, boost that agility and balance that a little bit. And I, you know, for this price, even if you may not have a Bundesliga or a Serie A side right now, this could be a striker that could very easily complement, say, an Mbappe, say, a faster type of striker. So I've got this done. I've yet to use him. I'm looking forward to doing it. Um, he reminds me a lot of Harry Kane, and I really like Harry Kane in this game. I think he's very underrated. Yes, the three-star skills are going to hold you back a little bit if you are in that, you know, the very you know sharp end of maybe looking for you know, plus 14 wins and competing at the top end of elite. But I think for the vast majority of players, this is a great option to do, really reasonably priced. So kudos to EA for that one. And again, Angel Gomez as well. You love him, Nath, as a, as a United player. But again, a really well-priced SBC, 55K. And again, another card that could well see some decent upgrades. Yeah, I think he scored a couple of goals this year. Um, like you say, I'm a big Angel Gomez fan. I was quite disappointed when United let him go. Um, again, his, his letdown is his work rate. He's medium, medium for a left mid. But, you know, he's rapid. He's got 92 pace. Um, he's got decent shooting passing. His dribbling's up at 91. And he's he's small. He's only he's like five foot six. So he's going to have that low center of gravity on the game where he's going to be he's going to feel probably quicker than his stats suggest. Um, he'll be really agile. His agility's at 95. So I think he'll be really fun to use. Um, he's got the English links in the French League as well. Only 50k, I think. It could be quite a good card to pick up, good fun. Potential of the upgrades. Um, again, they're not going to go the, the four games unbeaten, but uh, sorry, the six games unbeaten, but it could definitely be good to get maybe up to an 89. Um, he has also taken a couple of penalties for, for Lille as well in the past, so he's got a chance of goals that way. So, yeah, I think he's won. He's won I think it's only one squad, isn't it? Is it an 84 yes. rated squad or yeah. something? So, um, get a couple of high rated dupes, throw them into that. Um, if not, you know, it'd be good to be super sub to have or potentially we're still hanging on to this icon swaps coming back where <laughs> you may need a league or an English or both. So, you know, yeah, uh, I'm a big fan. I've not used them yet. I've not really got any dupes because um, well, I don't know why. I've just not been opening that many packs, to be fair. They just seem to evaporate. But as soon as I, uh, I open them, I'm, I'll be getting them done for sure. Yeah, good versatility as well, being able to play striker or left wing as well as his native left midfield position. So very good for squad building. I think, um, you know, as a wide midfielder, yeah, the medium medium is not ideal. But I think if you actually look under the hood of this card, the stats are actually decent. I mean, even the defending 
Now, he's got decent header accuracy. The interceptions are above 50. The standing tackle is above 50 as well. The defensive awareness is at 50. So, again, always try and look at these cards through the prism of at least a plus two because that's what, you know, the vast majority of these players will be getting. And then, you know, you can dream of it maybe being a plus three or a plus four. But even through the, the lens of plus two for this card, suddenly, you know, you chuck an engine on him and he would be maxed out in pretty much every kind of stat you'd want to do. So just a no-brainer to me, because like we talked about earlier, you pay, you know, especially if you have some dupes here, you know, you get the price of this card down to pretty much nothing. And then you've got some 89 rated fodder or 90 rated fodder at some stage in the game. So well worth doing as well. And to complete the uh, SBC lineup for content, Nath, we have had Dante. Uh, he's received an, uh, he's one of these cards that's received a random out of position SBC. Now this one's slightly pricier, 78K. You have to do two squads to do him, an 83 and an 84 rated squad. But again, a bit like Mario Gomez, he looks a really good finisher. Yeah, absolutely. Um, good, good piece again. Um, cracking finishing. You know, the rest is slightly less, though. Um, his passing's okay. His dribbling's okay. Good physique, uh, physicality, though. Um, decent composure. Again, if they upped his uh, upped his weak foot, his skill move, sorry, so he's five-star or weak foot, if he upped it to four-star, then I think a lot of people would do this. Brazilian links as well. Um, he looks like he could be good fun. Um, again, 92 finishing, uh, 92 composure. He's not going to miss that many chances, especially with the five-star weak foot. So, Looks good fun. We've been asking for them to mix up a little bit. Dante going from centre back. I'm sure his, you know, his other card pace would have been about minus three hundred and seventy-two. So to have him <laughs> boosted up to eighty-eight pace now, could, uh, it's kind of what we wanted. You know, you want EA to mix up a little bit. I know he's had special cards in the past, but I don't mind them using the same special cards if they're giving them sort of these big changes. Um, I'm not sure about how you feel about that, Dan, but I think it's it's pretty decent. Yeah, I've got absolutely zero complaints for this card. I think anytime you release a five-star week for uh, striking options, and again, the links being Brazilian and Ligan, if you are looking for a slightly more physical type of striker, this is your guy. 95 strength on this, 80 aggression. The work rates are great. High-low, he's left-footed as well. And there just seems to be something about left-footed strikers. Just for some reason, they just seem to be better. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just all in my mind, but... Everything is kind of where you want it to be. Yeah, the agility and balance, he's six foot two. So you are in a high and average body type. So you are going to have to part with that. He's not going to dart around like a Ben Yedder, for example. But now I love the 92 composure on this card. I love the 95 base shot power. And, you know, you chuck a hunter on it and he is lengthy. So, you know, he does seem like a very much like a budget, you know, kind of drug, but budget kind of Harlandy type card. Uh, and just a bit of fun as well. He's around for a couple of weeks as well, which is a nice bonus. So, of course, we're getting season rewards this week. So, again, if you end up with some dupes there, I think they're a worse place you can do it. And you get a couple of packs back as well. So that, you know, if you get a bit lucky, that will eat into the cost as well. So from the guaranteed players, um, we go to your gamble packs. We've had an 83 by 10. Mine was rotten. Was yours any better, Nath? Um, I got my first Cristiano Ronaldo of the year. Soon. Um, but... It was a gold one, and he plays in Qatar, and I haven't done El Jabs or got El Oweirin. I can never say it. It's in Saudi Arabia, Nath. Oh, that one. Saudi. What did I say? Qatar. Qatar. Oh, I've got Man United take over on my mind still. There we go. <laughs> um, so, But the rest, I think I had 190, 287s, and then 383. So it was pretty hopeless, to be fair, considering it was a an 84 and 82 rated squad. Um 
What about you? What did you get? In yours? Uh, mine was, I can't even remember. I think I got maybe 187 and 86 and then just an absolute load of junk. Um, I got exactly the same for completing the cup as well. The old foot fancy cup. Uh, managed to somehow get my wins done in, in the space of two days um, and was not rewarded for doing so. Um, but look, it's a nice option to have. This, you can save it foot birth if you want to. The 78 by 3 upgrade as well is there. Um, again, a good pathway if you're going through the league SBCs or you're going just to, you know, bronze upgrades into the silver upgrades into this. Um, pretty easy to do to refill your club. And uh, the mixed campaign bag was out as well. Nate, did you complete this? I did. I can't resist the party bag at the moment. Um, so I thought it was actually reasonably priced, to be fair. So I thought I'll give it a crack. I, I wish I didn't give it a crack. It was <laughs> absolutely hopeless. It was an 87 plus mixed campaign bag. And I got yeah. an 87 and 288s, so it wasn't fantastic. I think I walked away with this special version of Marco Royce, which comes in about 250k. So I think it's kind of just about broken past the value of the SBC. But it wasn't anything that I was excited about. Um, who did you get in yours? I managed to get a not-so-limited edition Centurion Trent Alexander-Arnold, which I think <laughs> half of the people opening this pack seem to get. Um, he was very common. For whatever reason, Trent Alexander-Arnold and Lucas Mora seem to be popping up in almost every other pack, uh, either in our Discord or watching streamers. So, uh, yeah, I got Trent, which is, look, he's a 200k player, so he's worth more than the SBC. I'm very lucky to have Prime Cafu untradeable, though, so he's not going to get into my team as it stands. But, you know, I don't regret it. Again, this is the kind of pathway that EA funneled us into. If you are one of those 8 out of 10 team players, you're just having to do these gamble packs because they're the only, unless you're a, a master trader, and as much as I can give great trading advice, I don't act on it enough, uh, unlike yourself, Nath. If you're not that active and you know you are just casually sat on that one to two million coins level that a lot of people seem to be on, you just have to do these packs. So, you know, it's there, but at least there's upgrade pathways to get there and make it cheaper. And again, things like the Foot Fancy Cup are up. Um, again, you can do six games a day on that. And if you win 10, you get an 83 by 10 uh, pack at the end of it. So well worth you doing as well. Uh, and not quite as not quite as stressful as previous ones, like First Owner Fiesta. Uh, and a nice pathway to get fodder as well. But speaking of gameplay, Nate, before we just ride off into the sunset and call, uh, call an end to today's show, let's just talk about our gameplay experiences over the weekend. Because, you know, the season is coming to an end. It's it's that period, folks, where if you suddenly notice in the next couple of days that people aren't playing you in Rivals, um, you may well have to put up with it because lots of people now are just trying to get their 90 games completed. Have you got towards 90? I have. I've hit my 90 mark. I'm very happy about that. Um, I had it last week. Um, I decided because we were so close to the end of the season, I was going to push on and try and get to Elite, um, which I did just before Rewards last week, which was very nice. Um, and then I managed to get my eight games in this week in one setting, which was, I think it was Sunday. Um, people saw my team enraged quite as for a lot of it. <laughs> so I was, I was having the time of my life. So I've done that. I've not actually found, I've not, not played anybody that has, uh, has rubber banded me yet. Um, had a couple of guys that have been very, very aggressive in the gameplay, which I'm only assuming would be kind of trying to force you into rage quite if they get a couple of goals up. Um, but it's been it's, it's been fine. I've been really enjoying the game recently, actually, Dan. What um, have you been toying around with your formations or anything? Anything that's kind of like boosted that enjoyment level? Yeah, so I'm currently joined the Rats of the Fourth uh, Three Two One. <laughs> Welcome. But, 
I know, I know. Please take your it's ceremonial a... tail and rat ears. <laughs> I'm wearing them with pride. But no, it's a different version. To, I, I, I looked around online to see kind of like how, how people are advising you play it. But I've kind of got one that's a bit more um, possession-based rather than the fast counter. A lot of the 4-3-2-1s I'm seeing are, are three-ball counters sort of things. But this one's more of a controlled one, which is good fun. Um, so I think John's wanting to kind of bring that out. I think he's got a fourth. Two three one coming out to the to the patrons and the the wider community, I think, um, which he's working on just now, uh, which he's had really good results for. So I've uh, no, I've been enjoying the four three two one and the five. No, I've got five two one two, I think it is, um, which I created a few weeks ago to try and counter the four three two one, um, and that's that's quite good fun as well. It's just trying to find a team and the players to go in the right bet. So um, the four. The four three two one will be getting put out, I think, to the community soon as well. Um, from what John was saying, so it's it's been good fun. I've been quite enjoying ch- trying different formations. Um, probably hasn't helped me get the best skill rate in an elite because I am experimenting a lot more. But I've hit my ninety games. I'm hit my eight wins. This is the time to do it. I don't really care about the number that's in the skill rate. I just want the rewards. And the, <laughs> at the end of the day, how about you? Yeah, I mean, I've, uh, as anybody who watches my stream will know, I have uh, had some certain issues with a certain formation in this game by the name of 4222. I cannot seem to beat this formation. So uh, a couple of my viewers uh, were sort of saying, go 4231. It will really help you when you play that. So yeah, I have my default 4321. I then go to the 4231. And I can confirm it has really set me up in a better place to deal with that four triple two formation. I finally cracked elite this week. Um, probably more trouble than it's worth, given that I will now have to sweat it out in friendlies again at the start of the next cycle because everyone will be in division two. But I cannot turn that. I can't turn that competitive thing off, Nate. I can't keep myself down deliberately. I can't flick that switch. So. I did get promoted. Yeah, four, two, three, one. Really enjoying it. I'm lucky enough to have Leon Goretzka. Uh, his card got upgraded this week, so I've been having real fun with that. Also, really, really enjoying Diego Jota as well. I kind of picked him up as an investment, um, and as proof that I am not always a master trader, he dropped seventy five k from when I bought him, which isn't too bad because I'm really enjoying him. He's, I would describe him as a budget David Ginola. He's one of those players that the four star, five star is really nice. The five star weak foot, of course. He can do just about everything. There's nothing where you go, oh, he's got amazing shooting or, oh, he's got amazing pace or, oh, he's got amazing dribbling. But everything just kind of feels good and nice. It's kind of eight out of 10 in everything. There's nothing where you go, oh, you know, he's clunky or, oh, he's so unreliable at doing this. So I'm really getting on well with him so far. So yeah, if you want a a little player to pick up this week and you've got a Premier League or a Portuguese team, very highly recommend Jota. So yeah, I've been enjoying it. Um, you know, weekend league, I very nearly got fourteen wins for the f- well for the first time in a long time. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> speaking of putting on your rat tail and rat ears, I got to thirteen wins. Yeah, I then came back because I had to go pick up my daughter, so I-, I was like left on this knife edge of one game left, needing to win it for fourteen. I came back and thought, I'll put in Lonar nine. He'll get me over the line. He's the man I need. Strode into the final game. My opponent not just has one loan, but has four, I think. He had loan team of the year Messi, loan team of the year Mbappe, loan Ronaldinho. And I think there might have been like a loan Lucio or something in there as well. <laughs> but I got out ratted. Uh, and it, 
he he was decent as well. He wasn't like terrible. So yeah, I uh, there's always a bigger rat out there. And uh, <laughs> I met my match, but no, I was really happy with the way I played. Um, I'm enjoying the game. Look, as Nath said, John is coming out and the team at Foot Coaching are coming out all the time with new formations and new tutorials as well. We've had the team press tutorial now. John and Ingvi were talking about the, the second man press, the team press options on Friday's show. There's now a video version of that up and that is up there for our Patreon. So patreon.com forward slash foot in review for more information on that. And as mentioned, the 4-2-3-1 tactics and other tactics being uploaded all the time, as well as, of course, the all of the archives, the tutorials and tactics we've had out in the past. So again, membership of that Patreon starts from as little as a, it's about a euro, a pound a week maybe just slightly over, and there's lots of tiers as well. Other tiers get you things like the trading show that myself and Shaq do, and occasionally guys like Nath and Carl guest on as well. So lots of reasons to do so. And again, of course, footcoaching.com. If you want to go that even extra level to improve your game individually, lots of different sessions available with fantastic coaches again, such as Nathan, such as John, and all the team there. So yeah, I've been I've been really enjoying it. It's I don't think it's... You know, the menu content is sometimes underwhelmed as we were kind of talking about at the top of the show, Nath. But gameplay-wise, I've not been able to have too many complaints. Yeah, we, we, we've always said that the, the menu grain is not the same as it has been. When they take away the league SPCs and such, it is a big deal. But gameplay has been good. You're obviously going to have the odd mechanic, mechanism that's abused and not quite right to your liking. But, you know, I think it's a lot more consistent than in previous years. I'm really enjoying it. I am dreading the season reset. And we don't have the skill gap change um, for the, the skill ratings from the elite people coming down. I think that's going to be fun, but my time's limited. So maybe by the time I actually get on the console, they have already gone up to Division 1. Um, elite, by the way, seems a lot more chill than Division 1. Um, for those that are kind of in two minds about trying to make that push, um, the last couple of weeks that we've been in there has been a lot more relaxed. So um, Div 1 maybe bit sweatier with people actually trying to get out of it or people purposely staying down but at least quite good fun um skill ratings not drop below 500 which has been fine for how little i actually play it so it's it's well worth sort of noting that yeah that's the weird thing isn't it when you get to elite and i've had exactly the same even though i you know only got promoted a couple of days ago you know the first few because i had to still finish off a few games to get to my eight wins and i was like this is just so much more chilled and i think the skill rating system helps that as well and i think also you know psychologically I don't think, unless you are someone that's really going for those top skill ratings, like if I said to you, oh, I'm a 450 skill player, and you'll be like, oh, I'm a 600 skill player, there doesn't seem any difference between the two, even when you took, as opposed to if I said to you, oh, well, I'm a Division 1 player, then you said, oh, I'm a Division 3 player, then you might go, okay, well, there's a, there's a bit of a gap there, but for whatever reason, even if there's a few hundred skill points, which is the difference between quite a lot of wins, mentally, that they don't seem to, it doesn't seem to impact you at all. Again, that might just be me. No, not at all. Um, the odd time that I've come up against people with a low skill rate, and because obviously the match weekend's a little bit looser in terms of, I can come up with people in the low 400s, and even then there's not a big um, big difference. I think it's just, some of it's just like you go on a bad run and you drop down a few points or whatever. So, I mean, Anyone in any division is doing well. Um, if you get to elite, you're obviously a decent player to get out of Division 1 anyway. So I think once you're there, people, like we said earlier, do experiment, do play around, do take things a bit lighter, unless you are uber competitive. My competitive itch is scratch my head in elite, and after that, I just want my, my wins or you know, get whatever objectives done that I want to get done. And uh, to be honest, I don't care if I, no, I don't want to lose, but I don't really care if I do lose. 
because you've kind of got what you've got set out to achieve in the first place. Yeah, exactly. So look, lots to do at the moment. Again, you've got the cup. You've got things like the Silver Lounge that's still going on. First owner Fiesta. You've got objectives for Foyth. Is it fourth? Foyth? Fourth. Foyth. There we go. Uh, I'm not known for my pronunciation of players <laughs> or any players for that matter. Um, so apologies. Um, so lots to do. Again, weekend league, playoffs, rivals, you know, even if you want to dip into squad battles. So there is lots to be getting on with. Lots of, as we mentioned towards the top of the show, lots of fun players to try out in some of these modes as well. I know it can be hard, again, sacrificing results for fun, but the options are there. So, you know, if I was giving a, you know, EA Sports a bit of a report card at the moment, I'd probably just be giving them a solid B, Nath. What about you? Yeah, um, you know, Scotland do things slightly differently. We're one, two, three, and four. We don't do ABCs and Ds, but I'd say it's a seven out of ten at the moment. Um, bring back the league SBC and an icon to grind, and I'm ten out of ten. I'm, actually, I'm, I'm quite happy with it just now. Yeah, I think seven, seven's about where I'd put it at the moment. I think there is definitely room for improvement. I think there are little nagging things away. Um, the servers have been pretty bad this week. Lots of people have been having trouble logging in. EA acknowledged that. Uh, the companion app as well has been an absolute dumpster fire. Uh, over the When is it not? Well, it's been even worse. <laughs> you know, I'm having to, you know, I'm getting kind of authenticate errors. I'm getting kicked out. I'm getting random crashes. And not just your usual crashes from trying to list anybody on the transfer list. So, um I think we are we are definitely seeing now a transition away from this game. I think if FIFA was continuing its current guys, I can't imagine they would be letting things, you know, fall apart. But this very much feels to me, look, I might be wrong. This feels to me like a team that is desperately just trying to patch things up and keep things going for a big launch again next year. Um, you know, similar to like if you're at a theme park and a ride is closing at the end of the year. You know, when it breaks down, you're not going to go and shell out tens of thousands on new parts. You're just going to patch it up so that it's safe um, and works. But, you know, you're not going to go paint it up, give it new signage and all that jazz, are you? You're just going to, you know, just keep it going. I wouldn't be surprised to see something big come along, though. Even if it, you know, even if FIFA don't renew, we're still hearing whispers that it may still be FIFA or EAFC or whatever. It's going to be built on the same mechanics. It's going to be fairly similar just now. I wouldn't be surprised if there's a big thing come out because FIFA will want to keep hold of the a franchise EA will want the revenue from FIFA. So I, again, I, I you know this isn't coming from any inside knowledge. I just wouldn't be surprised if, you know, it ends up staying as FIFA and things get ramped up in the near future. Oh yeah, I definitely I definitely think big things are coming, but that's what I mean. I, I don't see the existing things getting too much love between now and the end of this game cycle. I can't see them, you know, revolutionising the companion app, for example, or coming out with a brand new mode. It's all very much a, let's get through these next few months. Um, Because, you know, we're in March, which is bonkers to think. We are literally at the halfway point now in this game cycle. So it's just gone ridiculously quickly. You know, we're going to be in team of the season and footies territory before we know it. And, you know, we'll start getting trailers and things like that as well for the for whatever comes next so an exciting time ahead again lots of resources as well the best place to to head to if you want to chat our discord of course you get that through signing up to our patreon at any level you get discord access if you do want to get hold of us we are foot coaching on socials nath where can people get hold of you you can get me on twitter nj downs and then our fantastic discord is nathan downs yeah, I'm in the Discord as Wimby. You can get me on Twitter, at Wimby. And of course, I do stream uh, usually two or three times a week. 
uh, at Wimby86 on Twitch. Thank you again for all the support and love people are showing me on there. Um, even when I'm completely uh, losing the, you know, losing, losing my temper and uh, my patience with this game. Um, you know, you lovely viewers keep me, keep me going. So thank you all for your support. Speaking of keeping going, this show will return over on, on Friday. John is planning to host, I believe, with the King of the North, Ingvi, and the Foot Teddy Bear, Grandpapa Mac. And of course, the Foot in Review 500th episode spectacular is coming. It's being cooked up as we speak. Yeah, they're just putting a bit of seasoning in it. Yeah, maybe a little bit of salt, a bit of garlic, some spices, Nath. Brewing nicely. Can't rush these things. It's in the uh, podcasting slow cooker. That's it. It's like a, like a fine wine or a malt whiskey. It just gets better with age. Yeah, me and you, Nath, what we do here is fast food. You know, we're your, we're your McDonald's of podcasting. You know? You're just driving by and we're throwing podcasts through your window. Um, that's it. We just wait for that Michelin star to come on. Exactly. That's what John's cooking up. Don't you worry, people. So, look, thank you, as, as always, for all of the support on this show. Again, to all of our fantastic patrons and just everyone who listens as well. Everyone who's been leaving those five-star reviews as well. We do see you. We do appreciate it. Uh, and look, here's uh, to more of the same over the next few weeks. But until then, Nath, one thing left to do. Drop it. We're going to drop it. Drop it. F-U. 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 F-U.